Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. We got Game of Thrones back, so we're going to be talking about that. And next week I think also we're going to talk about um who was it put it in the Discord. Yeah, Big Fatbot gave us an idea to talk about like how we would do the DCEU. We didn't really prep for that this episode, so we're not going to do it this episode, but next episode that could be fun. Uh, but this episode we're going to talk about Game of Thrones House of Dragon episode 1. Before we get into that, uh, I, was there anything that you saw that you want to talk about this week? Like anything interesting announced? Uh, the one Batman animated show HBO said no to. So yeah. now they're like shopping it to other networks, which I don't understand how that worked. That's really weird. That is uh, like the safest thing. Like I understand canceling the Batgirl movie and like some other things that they've canceled. It's like, okay, I get all that. Are- are they them is in rehab and accepting accepting his their role and uh, <laughs> you couldn't even keep it up for five seconds. One I tried. Sentence, you immediately I went tried. to his. <sighs> I tried. They uh they uh they accepted the role. They didn't need to get mental health mental mental uh uh help. And I just I want to see Are you like about Ezra Miller. Yes, Ezra Miller. So he that oh, yeah. So This is so hard. Okay, I'm going to just say one thing about Ezra Miller as far as the pronouns thing go because there was like a couple months ago there was a thing where there was like some TikToker that he hooked up with and uh, she was also a they them and she got upset because he would call her like a dirty girl and stuff when they were doing stuff and wouldn't respect her pronouns and so she said she wasn't going to respect his pronouns because he did that. So because of that, I'm just going to say... They're just, both of them are just a sham as far as the pronouns things go. They don't actually care. They're just using it to deflect. Like, the fact that both of them immediately threw the pronouns things out the window once anything happened is like, okay. And a statement provided by a representative of the actor to Variety on Tuesday, the 29-year-old non-binary actor apologized for any alarm they may have caused. Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and, ups- alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. I would love to interview Ezra Miller right now and be like, dude, I think your doctor, Klansman. He might, like, he might, he might, what? He might kill you. He literally like, might kill you. He's part of the clan. He's trying to kill you, Ezra. Trust, trust me. I trust. have sources. Big trust, Ezra. Big Just trust. Freaking, then, uh, <laughs> Ezra has like the uh, the one shot scene from Daredevil season three where he's like escaping the hospital prison. Just starts fighting everyone. It's Ezra just killing everyone. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I just, I Ezra. Somehow, just trust. Somehow get over the loudspeaker. Start playing the Doom music and goes on a rampage. Uh, yeah, that happened. Um, you no, know we need to do. We need to. Oh, start... that they state they they the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. we need to start like IRL the Kumite from Bloodsport and like throw psychopaths like Ezra Miller there, have them fight people. I think that'd be cool. I don't. I don't really know what that is. But... I, you know, the Kumite. It's the fight. I only remember from Bloodsport is the whole. You know them. You know. The whole uh, of them. Yeah. Well, the the fight where he throws the sand in the eye, but then he's like he's prepared for it, so he beats him blind. Um. Uh, they said they they gave the date they're gonna announce the the cast of Fantastic Four. They did. Is that a yeah. twenty three? Are they doing? Yeah, that? yeah, they're gonna do that then. We got, uh, we got a, um we got an Obi Wan Anakin. We're gonna get an Obi Wan uh documentary next uh month, beginning of next month. I think like September fourteenth. I can't wait for it to be about Reva th- the whole time. 
they're gonna do a segment there. Where it's like, we oh, we can talk about happened. that if we want. We wa- we watched. Uh, it, it's over. I, I I looked it up, but Icons Unearthed. It was a uh, six part ep- like six part oh, series yeah, on the making of Star really Wars. Good. It's really good. It's from Vice. I got Sling TV just to watch it because they put the first episode on YouTube for free and it, it worked. It hooks me. So, so yeah, Icons on Earth. For those that don't know, it's just a Vice documentary about the making of Star Wars. All six of the original ones from George Lucas. It's about George Lucas is the icon. It's about the icon yeah. they are unearthing. It's really good. I will say, I feel like part of it you are only getting one side of the story because I do feel like there are some things that they might have thrown George under the bus for. Where it's like if him or people that were more on his side were here maybe things would have been told a little differently. Like, I have no doubt that most of it's accurate, but there's something where it's like, yeah. it, it feels so, like it's like, you know, oh, I was the genius behind this the, thing. The, and was like, the oh. worst the worst part about it, uh, well, I mean, we know the whole the whole editing story at the end. We knew that, like, that's yeah. true and stuff. But the worst part about it is they, interview, they have, like, an exclusive interview with Anthony Daniels, and he <laughs> is just the most self-absorbed, He's the funny. Like, he's so annoying. He's so self-absorbed. The funniest thing is they also have interviews with Ian McDermott, and you're like, this guy is awesome. Anthony Daniels sucks. Yeah. You're like, he talk like he's just such a prick. That's it's like I, that's what I understand what he talks about all the time. Is how Anthony Daniels is just like so stuck up for no reason. Like he is such a prick. He just yeah. he treats C three PO like he's the main character of Star Wars, and yeah. like he's like he's some legendary actor, and it's like, dude. You're yeah. greatest 3PO, but, like, you need to come down a peg. You yeah. are not – I don't know uh, how you have this ego. The, the the coolest part of the series is they, they have an exclusive interview with Marsha Lucas, which was George Lucas's first wife and his uh, the original editor of the first three Star Wars films. Um, and it, it's – I mean, it, it's it, you get more insight in this, but it was also well known that she did a lot of the editing that helped, like, the, the trench run. Uh, so, I mean, we can talk about that if you she want. Oscar for it. Yeah. And that sucked that he didn't win an Oscar. That that yeah, did suck that he that didn't was, get it. Yeah, but like one of the cool things you learn is like that Luke was a good, was originally gonna make two trench runs. He was gonna miss the first time and go back, and she was like, he was no. Out and come back in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. And there was other there was other cool tidbits in there. It was it was really enjoyable. It was very very well made. Yeah, it was really good. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? to happen disney announced the king kong series for disney plus king this, kong yeah it'll be a because oh, it's like public domain oh uh, okay it'll be a serialized action adventure drama focusing on a new kong series will explore king kong's origin story and the mythology behind school island i'm still happy that they uh uh that caught that godzilla beat his ass in the last movie that was the bet like that movie sucked but that part was great that was great. When he makes him call Uncle, he's just like, dude, I will end you. I will end your ass. Then the Mecha Godzilla was kind of stupid. Um, even though even though the rationale for Mecha Godzilla made sense, but um, uh, you had the news that Black Adam made sure that Black Adam went up here in Shazam because he wanted to have his own movie. Which is kind of weird, but I don't know. I don't know. That's you know, I get. Uh, I, I I guess I it's funny because I always want characters actually have their own solo movies. That'd be like one of the times I'd be fine with them not having a solo movie. But it's weird because yeah. those characters are so intertwined. It'd be like if um, it'd be kind of like if Sinestro didn't show up in a Green Lantern movie and then had his own movie and like didn't yeah. show up in a Green Lantern movie for the sequel either. And it'd be like what? It'd be like that. Like, yeah. It, it really is weird that Black Adam's just like not intertwined with Shazam at all. 
And then they made Dr. Silvana like Black Adam in the movie, like thinking power so it was weird. Really weird. But yeah, I don't think there was really anything else though. Or like it. it's still weird that we're getting Black Adam and we're getting it, Shazam two comes out this year as well, doesn't it? Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Getting Black Adam. I think What? I think that's it for what I can think of for like comic or like fantasy related stuff. Uh, yeah, you see the conspiracy that a lot of uh, Amazon devices crash when people are trying to watch Game of uh, House of Dragon. Ours doesn't. We have an Amazon device. Oh, well, the TV's on Amazon. Yeah, it is fire. It's got fire in it, which is Amazon. Oh. The TV is a different brand than Amazon, but it's with oh. Fire, which is Amazon. Well, whatever, then I don't know. I just yeah. thought that I thought that thought the conspiracy was kind of fun. So, but yeah, so new Game of Thrones show, House of Dragons came out. Uh, but before we get into spoilers, I'm just gonna say it's good and it's worth checking out. And it's better than every single episode from season seven and season eight of Game of Thrones. And if you're put off by Game of Thrones by those seasons, which I understand, it's actually good and worth checking out. If you're yeah. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. It gets, it also gets better as the episode goes on. Yeah. Like it takes a little bit to get, get going because it's introducing you to the characters. Yeah. Um, and Dylan and I didn't start. We start watching in the middle of season six of oh, Game yeah, of Thrones first. when we first start watching. So this is so this is gonna be harder to get into because of the fact we can't just binge everything like you did. That was so nice. Yeah, just being able to binge. We started season one when season six was coming out. We didn't start yeah. like in the middle of season six. Like yeah, so, no, yeah. We so we were able to just time. like, and that helps you get involved in the show more, you yeah. know. So, but they did a really good job. I was actually really impressed. Um, all the actors do great. That the production looks really good, and you get to see dragons and stuff. So yeah, I won't I won't go to spoilers, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth checking out. And I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. So now we're going to get into spoilers. So there's your warning. If you have not seen the show, we are going to be talking about spoilers. The show, um, like I said, is pretty good. The only thing is like there's talks about other eras that sound so much more interesting than this one. Where it's like, why didn't you do that? But, well, they might get to it. <laughs> yeah. it The first I mean, like 25. This was HBO's biggest debut uh, preview ever. So it just shows you how thirsty people are for Thrones. You see so. that also about George R. R. Martin saying he won like ten or eleven. Yeah, I saw him saying that. Yeah. And I, HBO was like, "Cool, we'll do that." And then uh, D and D were D &D. like, "No." The they only thing, no. I, the, yeah, the only thing I agree with them on though is like they didn't have the material to go for that. They he just like if he had the books, I could agree with it. But like, it's hard for me to criticize they still them. Still should have on, gone more because they you could tell the show was rushed and needed. It was yeah. What happened with the Ice King was horrible. But they didn't know what to do, and he didn't give them anything. It doesn't so. matter. That doesn't mean you just have seasons worth of build off and kill them halfway through their season. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's like I, do I, I don't oh, think no, he... we don't have season six was good. It didn't have a blueprint. That's true. Well, he had the outline. He didn't have anything past season that. I don't seven know. and eight, they just gave up because they got a Star Wars trilogy. So they're like, oh, who cares? And they're gonna go on to that, and they got kicked off that because how bad they did with Game of Thrones. That's all it was. Was these guys got greedy? I hope that's not what it was. But either way, he he Jordan Armand has to take some blame for not having the books done when he said it, they were supposed to be done. Oh, right? Yeah, obviously he takes some blame, but I don't think he takes blame for the show. Okay. Anywho, what were you saying? But I was saying with this, uh, the first twenty-five to thirty minutes are kind of boring. You get like set up with the daughter. You get set up with like how the kingdoms run, and they tell you like who the king is and how he became king and stuff, and it's kind of boring. And then you get to the uh, the tournament, the jousting tournament, 
and that's where things get more interesting because like stuff actually happens with characters. Um, all, well, prior to that, you have um, you have freaking what's it, Damon? Going oh, around, he takes the gold cloaks out. Yeah, takes the gold cloaks out and just wrecks house on. Uh, this this is like the true like, you did the crime, you're going to pay immediately, and this is going to be brutal justice. It is. It is. It is police just police brutality times a billion. These guys are going out there just like oh. But from what we understand, it's it, they're it's all the people they're grabbing are all criminals too, right? It's not like they're just grabbing normal citizens. From what? What what crime did they commit? Did they just not pay their taxes so they get their balls cut off? I think that guy raped someone, but I don't know. Um, How do you think that? I thought they there's a mention of it. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't we don't know. That right. Like we don't know. They could have could have been a starving person, like stole a loaf of bread. Could have been someone that just didn't pay their taxes. There's a lot. Like something tells me Damon did not care what they did. Damon's my favorite character. Committed a crime. Oh, he's the most interesting by far. Da- a, Damon's my favorite character. He's a so complete far. piece of garbage, but he's the most interesting. I like him, and then the the knight that beats him, Kristen Cole, is pretty cool because he's just a badass. Yeah, with his freaking beast thing. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the tournament happens. Go ahead. So the tournament happens. Yeah, the tournament, tournament's happening. They're watching everything like some politicking is happening. They're talking about stuff. Because the main thing about this episode is that the king's wife is pregnant. And uh, he, he has yet to give him an heir. She gave him one daughter and then, like, four dead children. She said, like, four, like, stillbirths and stuff. And, like, it has not worked out for her so far. So with this one, he's like, it's going to be a boy. It's going to be a boy. And then in the middle of the tournament, like, all this drama is going on. Because he's having this tournament to celebrate, like, his son's birth. Because they know it's going to happen, like, any moment. They don't know it's a son. He's hoping it is. Um, he, he believes it. He believes and, it. And Damon's competing in the jousting. Which, that's something that I liked about this episode. Is Jamin, Damon, like, gets his ass beat. Like, it's clear that he's good and he's skillful, but he's not the best. Like, he gets his ass beat by one guy in jousting that has to cheat to beat him. And then the next guy in jousting actually beats his ass and, like, Damon yeah. loses. He has to yield. He has yeah. to yield. Yeah. Because Christian Cole's going to kill him. Yeah. I like that. I was like, okay. So we see that, like, he's just not the best at everything. But he's just a piece of garbage and he has a lot of resources. So he's still going to, a very dangerous man. Like, he's still skilled. He's just not the best. I thought that was interesting for his character because generally this type of character would be like, oh, man. He's the best, but he's not, so I like that. Um, so then, uh, partway through the tournament, the king gets called to his wife because she's going into labor. She's about to have the kid, and the uh, his doctors or whatever they're called, I can't remember what they're called, those dudes uh, went in the, the Meisters. Yeah, the Meisters. They're like, hey, listen, um, she's if she goes through with this birth, uh, the baby's probably going to die, but... And so is she. So is she. No, he doesn't say that. He said he said she could possibly survive. Oh, okay. Yeah, he says that she could possibly survive. It's not like the best chances, but there is a good chance that she'll survive, but the baby's going to die. The baby's not going to make it through a natural birth. But we could do is like the first ever C-section if you want, but she's definitely going to die if we do that. So make the decision. And he's like, oh, man, honey, I love you. And she's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and he's just like, do it. And they hold her down. They cut her open. Oh, oh it's, one of those, it's one of those throne scenes. But it was funny because part of this, we have like a fight happened at the tournament and a dude's face gets taken off by Mace and Ian doesn't flinch. But then they like they get to the birth scene before they're even doing Sadie sex or anything. And Ian's like covering his face and stuff. And it's like. Because they're cutting her open and stuff. No, it was like... prior to her getting cut open. She was just, her uh... sheets were bloodied from the birth. It was prior to. Yeah, them I don't want to see that. I'm saying it was prior. Oh, I don't want to see it that. It was prior to even that just dude gets his face taken off blood everywhere fine go to a birth <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. it was just funny because i literally switched scenes and he was like 
<laughs> I'm checking out. But yeah, so then they do the C-section. She obviously dies. The baby is alive for all of 30 seconds and then dies. This is why I saw a conspiracy with, okay, so um, Otto Hightower is the hand of the king. Uh, Otto hates Damon, and Damon yep. hates Otto. They hate each other. And da- Damon is the Lord Commander of the Lords, uh, the Knights, uh, not the Knights Watch, the Gold Cloaks or something. I don't remember what he is. Or he's, a, he's a security yeah, guy, like, right? But he's never around. Never. He's yeah. never around. Like, he's always getting sent somewhere. Yeah. But I saw a conspiracy that was like, because the Maester is holding the baby, and they were saying, because Otto, hi- the Maesters are training in, uh, in, uh, Oh, they killed the baby. And high ta- in Hightown, yeah, he, for Otto. He thinks Otto has a plan. He's trying to scheme it. And the, and the, the, the maesters killed the, the boy so Otto could scheme something. Wait, so why would conspiracy. Otto want him dead? That, because it, Otto sent his daughter in to comfort the king. And if she has hit, hit the king's kid, then they're in. Oh, I guess I could see that. So that was a conspiracy I saw. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Something I am confused about because we, me and Ian watched a video, um, like on like the lore of like this story and stuff, and, like what's setting it up and everything. Um, in the, in the show, it very much seemed like the two daughters are lesbians, like they're together. Like I thought, I thought they were a couple, but then in like no one acts like it in the show, and then also like in the lore video we watched, they're just apparently good friends. So, best friends, it's supposed to be best friends. Yeah, so I didn't. Cause it seemed very much like they were. Cause she's like talking about how I was like, oh, I just want to me and you right off and on our dra- yeah. on my dragon, and like just me and you together against the world, like type of thing. I was like, oh, so they were a couple, um, and then everything else. Was like, so are they not? That that I I don't know what the show's doing. I could. Yeah, know. I think in the books they're best friends. While I was like, that's looking what it up showed. Yeah, in the books because they be- because from what I understand, like they they come in conflict with each other. Yeah. But I don't, and I don't know if the show is trying to put that more, or it's because we've been so conditioned lately, kind of like how your Batman video was today, where you're like, because like everyone's doing that now. If we're just like, oh, you know, yeah. they're they're gay instead of being like, oh, they're just best friends. So I don't know because like they never explicitly said anything, they didn't show anything, and so it was like, I guess they just could be best friends. And in the Thrones world, that especially in like the high places, that was really looked down upon, even though marrying your sister wasn't. So well, I feel like no, there'd be more condemnation. Because, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's his name? Pedro Pascal was not looked down upon. He was royal, and they freaking banged everyone. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. No, I no, guess. In a lot of, like, yeah. I, I know this is, like, fake world. But in the real world, a lot of, like, ancient, like, older civilizations and stuff, like, they just banged everyone. Like, the, Greek, the Greeks banged yeah. little boys. And, like. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like, it was, it was kind of confusing. I think. I'm now in the camp, but now they're just trying to make them best friends, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. There is going to be a time jump in the show. Um, I was reading a little bit of history, like how it all kind of plays out. Did you find out if the time jump is going to be like, if we go to the time jump, we stay there, or we go back and forth? I think you go back and forth, but it's going to be like 15 years is the difference. Um, and there's a lot of things that happen in the 15 years. And she actually is the first person to ever sit on the throne, so we already knew that. The, the first female, yes. Okay. It's for a very quick stint because um, – I, I guess I won't spoil the rest for you, but okay. someone else comes. I, in. Yeah. Um, I, it's gonna be interesting though because the like the finished what I was reading is like the finished product of this the war the series like is already written. It's like the middle stuff that they can fill in and do what they want, but it's like are they gonna like they yeah. have to they have to finish how it's finished because this is, lore's already been told. Yeah. So the for those that don't know, like I said, we watched a lore video on it. Neither of us have read the book ourselves, but. 
Um, the book, like, this is based off a book that's already been written. But in the book, there's apparently two people that are sources for the guy that wrote, that the fictional character that wrote the book. There's, like, a historian that wrote the book, and there's two people that witnessed the events. Like, one guy that tells things very straightforward, and one guy that's very flamboyant about everything. So you don't know which source is true. So with that, that gives the show more leeway to, like, decide which way they want to go with things. Like, yeah. Because the show's supposed to be, like, this is how it happened. Like, show's supposed to be definitive, unlike the book where it's, like, who knows? Yeah, um, but the only the only like I said is the ending events still are the same. Like you have to yeah. get to that that end point. It's like it's like you know Anakin turns into Vader, but how do you get there, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that still has to happen. Yeah. So, um, and something I'll say. Um, the characters are are for the most part well done. Like they're interesting. The drama is interesting. But Game of Thrones still has a problem with the action because although I like the jousting uh, yeah. when they got off and were sword fighting, there was. Sorry, there was there, like, was there was one a sick shot of jousting. It's like you're looking at it from the the knight's point of yeah. view. It was awesome. I was turned cool. it down. I was like, that shot was awesome. Dylan was like, yeah. So yeah, the, the jousting looks cool, but the problem with like a lot of in uh, even Game of Thrones, not the big fights, but a lot of one on one battles. I'm the main one I'm thinking of was the Hound versus freaking big bitch. What's her name? Brianna of Tarth. Yeah, her. I know part of it was because like they were bigger people and it's hard for them to move. But man, there's like also a they got, cut. Also, they gotta hide the stunt people. Yeah, there was a cut every second. And in this, there's a fight in there that's kind of similar. Yeah. It's not quite as bad, but it was like cut, 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 yeah. cut, cut. Like they kept cutting for every swing. It was like, dear God, let us see the action. Like yeah. the stunt coordinators are putting effort into this. Let us see it. Stop just. So I hope the show doesn't do that a lot. Because again, like the like the big set piece is cool, but like the f- more focused action, it just constant cutting. It's like, okay, please. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you get to see, um, yeah, the jousting though is awesome. Some of the shots to do with the jousting, yes. and then freaking Damon and rides the, a rail. Um, the setup for also something I will also praise the show for, considering we've watched a lot of Disney Plus shows. Oh. The CGI is great in this. Yes, the dragons it, look great. The the, pl- the the area where the jousting place takes place is clearly CGI, but it looks good. Like yeah, we see we see two dragons by the way. You see. Ray, 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 something R, her name starts with R. We see her dragon, and we see Damon's dragon. And Damon's dragon's, like, kind of weird looking, because, like, he has wings on his back feet, too. But we see those two dragons. That's all we see. They said we're going to see nine dragons in the show, but, like, there's, like, 20 alive during this time. We're going to see nine in the first season. So you've already seen two of them, um, uh, which is pretty pretty sick. Yeah, yeah so... Um, uh, but yeah, you're so right. The, I, the, yeah, the CGI. It's not like Disney. It's not like the episode yeah. of Moon Knight where you're like, "What is that?" or something else. It's like episode of anything Disney. Yeah. Like, it, like it just Obi-Wan. feels. It, it feels like a like feels just a quality. step up. Yeah, it feels so high quality. When they it, tell you they spent like millions on it, you believe it. Yeah. Like when they were talking about how much they spent on Obi Wan, it's like, where'd the budget go? Yeah, I, I still ask <laughs> that. Where did you McGregor pocket all of it? If yeah, so, he deserves this... it. But still. <laughs> Um, all the ac- actors do a great job. Um, I can't think of anyone I didn't like. Like I didn't really like Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, that's her name at first, but she got she grew on me. Even though I don't really like her, uh, she has like a punchable face to me. I don't know. It's just kind of. I feel bad yeah, about saying that, but like, uh, well, like the younger uh, actors. Her but. her arc is pretty much just because uh, she's had to deal with the fact that her father, while well, he loves her, because her father's like a decent dude, but he made that one asshole decision. Yeah, well, they, they describe him as a as a good man, but a bad king. So they describe him. Yeah, but that was a bad man choice the, to have his wife 100% killed for a baby that during this time, like, you know is not going to survive. Like, babies die. He wanted an heir. Like, he you know? wanted an heir. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a bad person decision. Like, that's a good king decision, and that's a bad person decision is what I I'm know. saying. Like, the one – anyways. Um, but what I was trying to say is, like, her arc is she's – while her dad is, like, a decent guy and does love her – 
he's always looked past her because he wants a son because so much pressure is put on him to have an heir. Like, there's so much pressure on him from everyone. Because also, he was not necessarily the first choice to be king, just the one above him was a woman, like his older sister. And so they're like, eh, I can't have her because she's a woman. So then they chose him, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess we'll just have to deal with this guy. So there's a lot of pressure on him to have an heir, so he's been looking past his daughter, and she just had to deal with the fact that her father just wants a son like this entire time, and so she hasn't really felt that great about herself. Um, so she goes through this arc, like trying to deal with that, just being like, I don't care about any of this royalty stuff, any of that crap. I just want to, you know, go see the world on my dragon. But then by the end of the episode, because everything that happens with his son dying uh, and everything and his wife dying, he says, I'm sorry, I've been bad this whole time. You are the heir. It should yeah, be well, you. I'm going to make you my heir. It's so not he's going to be gonna... Because so everyone he's thinks gonna, it's going to be Damon yeah, since he's the and, younger brother. And he wants to pick Damon, but then after his son died, no, Damon he, goes out. He doesn't want to pick Damon. The other he's, people in his court did. He did. Yeah. Well, he's thinking about it, and then Damon goes out. Damon gets, says something about his wife. Damon goes out and uh, goes out to the pub or this like brothel with the gold cloaks, and it's mentioned there that he says, "Let's mourn the heir for a day." And that pisses him off, and that's when the king's like calls him before him, and they have a pretty intense scene. And he's like, "You go back to your the Vale, I think is where he's at, right?" Wait, what, what was it? He calls his wife like this bronze bitch. <laughs> yeah, my bronze. Yeah, that's what he calls her. Um, he's like, "You go back there," and he's like, "You will address me as king, or I'll have your tongue ripped out." And he's like, "She's gonna be my heir." He's like, "I'm your heir," and he's like, "No, she's gonna be my heir." And so that like now Damon hates his brother because he's like because he's like because he's like he t- he tells Damon tells, um tells him that he is too weak he's not strong enough he gets manipulated too easily and that he yeah, should like that he's too he's emotional like, he said also says you always send him away he needs to be on the council like he needs to be there to help him um and so i think i think david does want the throne well obviously he wants the throne because that's what this show's gonna be about but yeah he names his his daughter the heir or that's the, the line of succession for right now um i think i think what happens is they he goes on to have other kids but that's where we're at right now is uh so now she is the heir to the throne, which, yeah. So that and then, so and she's then, all happy. Is, they have a nice father-daughter moment. It ends with all the so it shows all the houses, the House Baratheon, House Stark, pledging their allegiance, and then it ends on a really stupid note, like a really stupid note. What? How does it end? He tells her that Aegon came over there. Oh yeah! Oh not, damn it! Not, yeah. not not only because like oh. he wanted to conquer Westeros, but because Aegon and the, the director said this came directly from George R. R. Martin. Like the, the the guy that wrote this said George R. R. Martin told him and wanted him to put this in there. So this is all George R. R. Martin. This would be fine if the show didn't suck. Yeah. So he tells him that Aegon came over, and Aegon's dream, like of King's Landing, he dreamed of the long winter where they were going to come down, they were going to kill them, and they the only way to beat them was having the Targaryens in charge and have dragons, and that's why the Targaryens need to stay in, stay in power no matter what. Like that's the most important things. Yeah. Uh, so Aegon had so, dreams about the Night King coming and killing everyone. So and this would, he... yeah, it would put so much more weight if he actually like Dylan said got past the second checkpoint. But he doesn't even get past the second checkpoint. Gets killed by a yeah. teenage girl. Yeah. So, so yeah, we were. I was complaining as he was saying this. I was. Uh, I was. I thought it was stupid like, too. I, was I just, thought it was stupid too. Like this is so dumb. Him being like, "Oh, the Night King," because it's like. Or if you wait, didn't know what happened, it would hit a lot harder. Yeah. Because you know the ending. It's like we well, know in the show, in the Game of Thrones show, the Night King doesn't make it past freaking House Stark. No. He, he gets past the wall, two. and then he gets to the to the star to like. The what's their place called? I don't even remember. Lord of Winterfell. Winterfell. Yeah. Then he gets to Winterfell and Arya kills him. 
and yeah. no one dies and he doesn't do anything no. so it's he like, doesn't make it he doesn't make a king's landing doesn't make it a drag yeah that it's like that, oh what a great dream this guy but, had oh if he didn't have I the think, dream he wouldn't ever stop the night but King. i think i think rr martin won that in there to show why targaryens always were so power hungry wanted to be in charge i think that's the reason like they're they're gonna try it like they have to keep it like in them no matter what because they because of that because Aegon saw that it's basically like the president's secrets right like you only the next heir can know this right that's what he says so um still be dope to see freaking um start like like dylan said i would love to see the fall of um Viserion. where did they come from valeria i would love to see um rob's rebellion that's what i really want to see i want to see rob's rebellion yeah taking off just killing uh what's his name Rhaegar targaryen like that's what i want to see but he, he take out his dragons uh, right they didn't have dragons oh they didn't the dragons are all gone by that point because i think i think in this show they there's dragons. i think in this show there's so much inner war that all the dragons like get killed or die off like in this time period oh okay so uh, a lot but i think i think um uh, but yeah, so that's how the show ends. It's a really good episode. Like Dylan said, like after the first half, it gets really good. And I, like I said, I was surprised how much I, I liked it because I, I was still had a very bitter taste because I was I was a big Game of Thrones fan. And I think a lot of people felt the same way. And a lot of people seem to like this episode because it it got it got the players going. It got stuff going. And now we got scheming. It's going to be interesting how they handle the time jump. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I hope they do good. And I hope um, because the story is completely set. We shouldn't have drops in quality. But like Dylan said, the nice thing about the show is you can tell they spend money on it. And it's easy to see where it goes. And it's like, why doesn't – like, how does Disney – Disney Plus just doesn't give a rip. They're just trying to make the show as cheap as possible. Yeah, well, there's all, all that behind-the-scenes stuff about how they, like, rush the VFX artists and – like, well, they're horrible with, like, the VSX, like, uh, company stuff. So that's the but thing th- with Disney. This show, look, this show looked like a top-tier like show. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I will say is some of the wigs looked funny. Some of the wigs were like, well, this is, that doesn't look quite right. But other than that, yeah, the quality, the costumes look great, the CGI looks great, the sets look great. Like, I like the way the Iron Throne looks. It's much bigger and grander yeah. than it was in uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I like that. Uh, but yeah, it's worth, it, it was a good episode. It's worth checking out. I wasn't very stoked for this show at all. I wasn't excited. I loved Game of Thrones, and I hated the last two seasons. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't care about Game of Thrones anymore. I even forgot it was premiering last Sunday. Like, Ian brought it up. I didn't. I wasn't excited for this at all, but this was actually a good uh, episode. Is it a ten episode season? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I think. It, I think they ordered it. Uh, how many? How many episodes is so, House of Dragons? Well, the ten. Have, you're right. Yeah, ten. Ten. Okay. And we have a John. We have a John Snow spinoff that was confirmed. Not looking forward to that. Not looking forward. I'll watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it. I, I, but at the same time, I was looking forward to this, and this has been the first episode was really good. I'm definitely gonna tune for the next episode, and hopefully they can keep this going. Um, and, but with with the success of this show, and I imagine the Jon Snow show will probably do decent. I feel like HBO is just gonna <laughs> just give me all of the Game of Thrones spinoffs, especially with how the Discovery guys that like CEO that came in and canceled everything is like ruining HBO Max. He's got to see the numbers for this and be like, yep, just Game of Thrones everything. We're the Game of Thrones network. Give me Game of Thrones everything. You know? like they have their own They have their own universe now. They can, just, they can just go off of because you see how everyone was starred for it. And it just that just tells you how good Game of Thrones was at its peak. It was, by far, it was the best television show on. And it just sucks. The last two seasons sucked. That was... Um, uh, yeah. Man, that's sad. 
Wait, I really liked it. I what would you give it? I I give it like an eight out of ten. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd probably give it like an eight. Um, like I said, it really picked up the second half, and I think the nice thing is too, like I thought the the score was really good. There was enough familiar score that you it felt like you're back in the Game of Thrones world with feeling like new still. Like you said with the throne and stuff, like it didn't feel like a complete copy. Yeah. Which I thought was nice, you know. Yeah, I will say. Um, um I I think the guy that plays the king and the guy that plays Damon both kind of have faces that don't fit for the times, though. So the Matt Smith just has a weird face in general. The other guy didn't mind, but Matt Smith's face is Matt just kind of weird. Matt Smith has an odd face. Yeah. But the guy that's a good plays, actor. Yeah, he is. He did. He did great. He's my plays my favorite character yeah. in the show. Yeah, so far. Damon. Damon's the best character so he far. He does a yeah. great job playing Damon. Um, but the, I feel like those two. I don't know. It's just something about their faces. Like you guys just don't look like you fit in at this time. It's the, like the guy that plays. I don't know. He just like something like great. Both do great job acting, but the, just their face is like. I don't know what it is about. I just get that sense it's like you guys don't have the medieval type face. But yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see how this goes. The man, the HBO Max stuff is so weird with the Discovery guy coming in and like wrecking house. That Batman show being shopped to another network is so weird because that feels like the safest bet of all time. It is an animated show coming from Bruce Tim and Matt Reeves, two guys that are proven that know Batman, and it's animated and it's Batman. Like, I yeah, feel I like don't... that's just such a safe bet, but they're like, no, we don't want it on HBO Max. It's like, what? I'm not sure what his, what, what he's going to, what, what this guy's looking for to put on the thing, but maybe he thought it was too bloated. They were spending too much money and they're trying to focus more on like quantity over quality. Not saying, I, I still think it's stupid to cancel it, but I'm not, I don't know what he's, what his criteria is he's looking at, but. They just um, had some report come out for like the company and it was like horrible. They lost like millions. <laughs> that's probably what it is. That's, that's probably exactly no, what no, it is. It's because of all this stuff is apparently why. Like all oh. the taking all things off and like weird. Like they even um. Well, sometimes you gotta cut costs that eat eat losses now to you know save money later. So yeah. maybe that's what he's doing. Um, I don't know, but this this show like it's just so refreshing to see a show that actually the production value and everything is is top tier. Um, it it really it really makes Disney Plus shows like look bad. It really does. I wonder, it's like I wonder all where with this show where they're gonna like traverse in the Game of Thrones universe on the. Like how far yeah. outside Westeros are we gonna go? Well, but we, we must go to the Vale. We are we're obviously gonna be in King's Landing a lot, and then I don't know. I don't think we're gonna go to Winterfell very much because they're not very important. You could go to Dorne. Dorne's always fun to go to just because it's like you know unique and uh. I think go to Dorne, and I mean they have dragons, so they can go anywhere pretty fast, you know. Yeah. So well, also we saw in Game of Thrones like early. Oh, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Old Town for sure. We're gonna in go the to first, there. first like five seasons, it would take them like a whole season to get somewhere on a boat, and then in like yeah. season seven and season eight, they'd get they get there in half an episode. The gold company's marching up. They're there immediately. It's just yeah. Uh, so. uh, I'm looking forward to like some like uh you know see like what characters we get like side characters like, like my favorite Game of Thrones character ended up being Braun as a side character. Like I'm interested to see like the different side characters we're gonna end up getting and stuff. So didn't he didn't die, and he ended up getting what master of coin or something. He ended up, yeah, he ended up but weaseling he didn't his way. Get to do anything, you know? Like when it's like, what did Bron do in the show? What was his well, impact? He, he he saved Tyrion. That was his big impact. That's how you're introduced to him. He saves Tyrion. That was hilarious but too. When Tyrion... If Tyrion dies, then Tyrion's a much better character. No, that's the beginning of the show. Um, later. No, it's when he it's when he gets captured by the veil, remember? Yeah, but Tyrion's already been around before. But uh what else? What else? Uh oh I love the one that Tyrion's like, Will you fight that mountain for me? He's like, nah, we're good friends, we're not that good. Yeah. 
yeah, so I, I'm excited for it. Like, it got me pumped up again. It's, I don't know, it's just something about the quality of the show that, that feels way better than Disney. Yeah, um, the quality definitely feels better, but we'll see how it holds up, because good CGI doesn't. Season 7 and 8 had great CGI, and that show, those shows still sucked. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get to, like, more of the conniving stuff and uh, backstabbing and war and stuff, because this is supposed to, like, all break loose here pretty soon. Like, this is supposed to kind of throw the realm into chaos. I wonder how many seasons it is. I don't know, like, how big the book is and all that, and, like, how much... Like I said, that, from what I understand, the middle part, like, the middle of it is not... We don't know what's going to happen. It's, uh... Yeah. Exactly. Well... Yeah, but uh, if you listen to this because you don't care about spoilers and you're thinking about watching the show, give it a try. It's good. It's probably um, uh, best show since Terminal List. Terminal <laughs> is really good. Terminal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm trying to think. I was like, what show have I watched that I write, liked recently? Terminal List, which is basically just Punisher. Terminal List is good. Other than that, I don't. was there any other show that I liked this year? Uh, Stranger Things was good until the end. Yeah, Stranger Things just that ending made me. That was another show like good quality. That showed really good quality. That thing just made the practical. Thing. Um, but yeah, they said How's the Dragon supposed to go three or four seasons? This, uh, this also beat Stranger Things season uh, four premiere, I believe. Yeah, this, this was, was like a, the best yeah. premiere of the year so far. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, did you want to talk at all about the fact that the uh, Night of the Republic, uh, remake got moved studios? <laughs> I don't care about like that's I don't get why they're doing a complete remake and not just a remaster like people like that game for reason. don't touch it like that but they're trying to like completely remake it which is just... I don't I just remember watching Hannah play it I never really care to play it because the, the combat looks hella boring but the combat is horrible like turn-based combat sucks the storytelling is great <sighs> and being it and like the dialogue trees and all that and the customization all that's really good um and first thing world's cool but like the co- the core gameplay of like combat sucks, like that, horrible. We better see some sick dragons in this show. Like I want to see like some sick looking dragons. First two dragons look good like gra- graphics wise, but they didn't like have that cool design. Yeah, they you know? all look the same. Well, that, that was the thing with the dragons in the other show in a uh, Game of Thrones, the main Game of Thrones. The one, the number, the big one, like uh, what was it, what was the big one's name? Oh, I don't remember. This Dragon, Dracon, oh, whatever his name was. He looked cool, but the rest of them, yeah, just green and gold. But I I want I want to see like a really badass looking dragon. You gonna see Avatar when it gets re released? Hell yes. no. Although I said I told Dylan we should do like a uh, for y'all we should do like a, a podcast where we just watch Avatar and co- like a, what is it called when you do just a commentary on it? Yeah. I told Dylan we should do that. Uh, Disney's pulling it off of Disney Plus since they're re releasing it in theaters and they'll put it back on Disney Plus afterwards. Does Disney have the rights? Yes. It's with Fox and they bought Fox. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because that was just announced today that uh, they remastered it, like, whole 4K and everything. The yeah. Way of Water. They're re-releasing it in theaters, and then they're going to, uh, and because of that, Disney's pulling it off Disney Plus, so the only way to see it is in theaters. Have they pulled it off yet? I don't know. Probably. Well, let me see. If, they have, if we have free time, if we have three hours that's free one day. That was something funny with it. Uh, what? I have to drown myself in Coke Icy. What do you mean? If we, I'm but, not gonna go see that theater. Hell no. But um. Avatar. Yeah, they pulled it off the C plus already. Nope. 
What a bunch of snitches. Oh, you, you, you didn't give your review of She-Hulk, Dylan. I haven't seen She-Hulk. I just oh, seen wow. clips on Twitter and it looks horrible. Well, why aren't you watching it, Dylan? I, like, all the dialogue and everything, her telling Bruce all this stuff was horrible, but the most egregious clip was I saw, like, a Jeep run into Hulk and Hulk was too weak to stop it and it just threw him. Like, how could Hulk not stop a, a car? I think because she was in it and he didn't want to hurt her, I think is what I saw the explanation online. I oh, we're going care. to see Rogue One. This we're going to see Rogue One this week. Oh yeah, they're re-releasing that in theaters and having a sneak peek at um. Andor. At Andor, yeah. So. Yeah, I the, I can't wait to watch Andor. Watch Rebellion kick the Empire's ass, and yet we're still told the Rebellion sucks and that they should be scared and they're gonna lose. Yeah, like, that's the thing with Disney Star Wars is like all the spinoffs like that take place before New Hope. Is uh the rebels just catching W's constantly? The th- between any show between three and four, the rebels are just always winning. It's like how this doesn't feel like a rebellion. In fact, it feels like, it feels like the empire is the rebellion. Like they can never win. Yeah, it's really stupid. And but. so I can't wait for Andor to see how much Andor is gonna just catch I constant hope Andor dubs. Andor is good. It's the first actually long form show. It's actually got like twelve episodes, I think, or something like that. It's actually more episodes. I think the episodes a little longer, like twenty. Um. And they've been taking their time, like they didn't rush it like Obi-Wan, like this show's been in production for a while. I hope it's good. The trailer's really good, but who knows? I don't have a lot of trust in Disney+. Plus. But, who knows? Maybe it'll be the first actual, re- like, because Mandalorian's fine. Like, Mandalorian's good, for, but but has... Some, it is. is. Even if it has some really, really filler episodes, like, yeah. hardcore filler but episodes. But it'd be nice to have, like, a solid show that you can, like, recommend without an asterisk. Like, I feel like if I'm recommending Mandalorian, I'm like, it's good, but there's some episodes that are very much not good. And, like, there are some moments that are really stupid. Be nice to just be like, yeah, Andor's really solid. You should watch it. It's good. But there's not really a Disney Plus show where I can say that right now. Like, everyone's like an ass. Like, oh, uh, freaking Scarlet Witch's show is good, but the ending sucks. <laughs> like, every show on Disney Plus is, which is funny that Disney owns everything and can't get quality control. It's because they they are much more Pumping about out. yeah they're much more about profit and loss than it seems like HBO has been. They are much more about listen the the more shows we can put out for cheaper and get people to watch you know the better it is for us. They also know they mind. have their like Star Wars and Marvel simps that will just be like you just yeah. hate everything these shows are good blah blah blah. It's like you guys have never had done any critical thinking in your entire life. <laughs> like the yeah stand. it's man. It just sucks because they can make like you could make such cool Star Wars shows. Yeah. And they just have refused to. I agree with Jen though. It's much more um. It's much more problematic to get catcalled than anything Bruce has ever gone through. You know. I mean, yeah. I think that's tough getting catcalled. That sounds like possibly the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Doesn't seem like you're you're. Bruce, through, like all very... his, through all his events, being driven to suicide and shooting himself in the head and then waking up because the Hulk spit the bullet out. That's not bad. Getting cat called. That. Sounds like you're mansplaining her right now, That's Dylan. Tough. I'm not man. Fuck you. No, Sounds like you're mansplaining, though. <sighs> Dylan, Dylan, the reason why She-Hulk hates not, men. You don't understand what mansplaining is. I'm mansplaining what mansplaining is now. Oh. I have actually heard people IRL say mansplaining. I have, too. I've had some, someone was explaining something to me. A guy was explaining something to me, and he's like, "Sorry, I'm mansplaining." I was like, "Oh my god, he's not being ironic. He's <laughs> actually, oh, uh, this is Seattle. <laughs> like, it's, it's Seattle, all right." <laughs> uh, what is it? That's, 
against Blaney. But, but yeah, I think that's it. Like I said, next week we're going to try to, I think we're going to do, a, like we did with Kenobi, we'll do an episode every single week for um for Game yeah, of Thrones. And then if there's any movies or whatever that we're interested in talking about, we'll talk about that as well. Next week we're going to try to do Big Fat Bot's idea of um how we restart the DC universe because I thought that'd be that's a cool idea and that'd be a fun topic. It's just this time we didn't have the time, we didn't think about it beforehand to come up with it because we don't want to just do it on the fly because there would be a lot of um. I already have uh, my way. But... I already have my way to tell how I would do it. I would just have every movie Batman just comes up with a new way to just beat Superman's ass and just watch you just slowly die. Just just a new way. Or or I would just every movie I just put in subtle hints that Superman's gay, like DC Comics is doing with all their characters. They haven't done it with Superman yet. Oh, see, I could be the first. They did do an Elseworlds where he got raped in, like, an internment camp, though. Damn. That's... I'm not even joking. There's, like, an Elseworlds yeah. story where Superman got, like, raped. In... <laughs> I, was very, I was not expecting that. In, like, okay. Yeah, in some type of, like, internment camp. So, I haven't read the comic, but I heard everyone it, talk about it. It's, things it's... got real, real fast. Yeah, so... He... <laughs> But that was an Elseworld story. But also, yeah, I don't know what's DC's just they're they don't have editors to like good editors to actually oversee things and be like, hey, this is dumb. Dead. They're just like, yeah, do whatever you want. And they uh, they're apparently going through an o- a huge overhaul now too because the Discovery guy is like, what are we doing here? So that guy's looking at everything they own and is very like dumbfounded. Like, why are we making the world's worst Batgirl movie? <laughs> that guy is like, what did I sign on to? Like, what is this? Uh, and now he's looking at DC. Because DC's the ground. Because Jim Lee doesn't know what he's doing. Uh... Should just stay dry on comic books. Yeah, but he makes a lot of money to not be doing, though. Jim Lee gets paid a lot of money to be very incompetent and occasionally draw a variant cut. Uh, Dylan used to love Jim Lee. I love Jim Lee as an artist, but as a publisher, he is horrible. Doesn't know what he's doing. He's just effing chat. Great artist, horrible publisher. Should never been like anywhere near being ahead of DC Comics. But yeah, that's it. Thank you everyone for listening, and we will see you guys later. Goodbye, everyone.